This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken met with Chinese President Xi Jinping. The Associated Press reports their meeting lasted roughly 35 minutes. The AP also cites footage from the meeting released by Chinese state media in which Chinese President Xi is attributed as saying, quote, the two sides have agreed to follow through on the common understandings President Biden and I have reached in Bali. So that uh, meeting taking place yeah. this morning, yeah, and very early. Yeah, very early this morning for us, not so, not my, so for them. But Jonathan O'Meara, this has been coming for some time. I must say, just I've, I've been saying on this show since 2007, I think the supremacy of China has been overvalued by Americans. I think China is obviously the rising power and we're going to share the the world stage with them for the next 30, 40, 50 years. They certainly aren't going to dominate us. But I also think this talk, this guy is this, this, this guy, this guy, he loves trying to be a big thinker. Joe Scarborough, nobody cares. You couldn't pick China out on a map, dude. Have you, um, in fact, is Joe Scarborough, have you ever been anywhere anywhere outside of South Padre Island? Dude, you know zero about the world, never been in the world, didn't serve in the military, have no earthly aspect of what's going on. Don't say, I've been telling people since 2007 about China not really being a rise power. Shut up. Nobody cares what you have to say. You pontificate, and you're always wrong. You got the blood on your hands of the dead and the dying in Ukraine because you've been the cheerleaders, the pom-poms out there. We got Poso and uh, Ben Horn. We're going to join us in a moment. Uh, in fact, we have the latest update. Okay, here's what I'm doing. We're bringing Nicole in, but I want to play. Can we play it? Can we play the latest? We got an update on Morning Joe on this Blinken kowtow. Then we're bringing Nicole in from New Federal State to talk about Lao Beijing. What do they think about this? Let's go ahead and let it rip. I raised U.S. concerns shared by a growing number of countries about the PRC's provocative actions in the Taiwan Strait, as well as in the South and East China Seas. On Taiwan, I reiterated the long-standing U.S. one-China policy. Uh, that policy has not changed. It's guided by the Taiwan Relations Act, the three joint communiques, the six assurances. We do not support Taiwan independence. We remain opposed to any unilateral changes to the status quo by either side. We continue to expect the peaceful resolution of cross-strait differences. We remain committed to meeting our responsibilities under the Taiwan Relations Act including making sure that Taiwan has the ability to okay. defend itself. This, 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 this was the humiliating kowtow of the United States of America. This is, a, this is how tributary state acts. They crawled over there, and Biden's sitting there going, oh, this thing's silly balloon thing. They didn't even know about it, right? They didn't even know about it. All lies because they've taken money from the CCP. 
When Comer says we're going to get to the railhead of money, yes, you've got the Ukrainian oligarchs, and they're giving you money. That's why we're all over Ukraine with this buddy Zelensky. But the original cash came from the Chinese Communist Party companies. That's in the laptop from hell. That Garrett Ziegler can go through chapter and verse. Now they've put it in a published form. Nicole, the new federal state, when, when the Chinese, give me your assessment of Lao Beijing, of the honorable Chinese people that are enslaved by this dictatorship, when they see the most powerful nation on earth groveling to the criminal masters in Beijing, ma'am? Well, the first question the Chinese Lao Beijing were asking is, why did Blinken chose a Father's Day to pay a tributal visit to Papa Xi? I mean, Xi Jinping is named Xi Dada or Xi Baba to the Chinese subjects. So they're wondering why the most powerful nation's top diplomat were choosing a Father's Day to please Papa Xi. I mean, that's the first and foremost question the Chinese law Beijing were asking. And you know what? The CCP is a mastermind of the choreography of diplomacy because in the beginning, they didn't announce that Blinken will have a chance to meet with Xi Jinping. But after a seven-hour closed talk between Blinken and the CCP top diplomat, Wang Yi, and they agreed to let Blinken to have a meeting with Xi. And guess what? The uh, top uh, CCP diplomat says the U.S.-China relation has reached a historical juncture where the U.S. must make a choice between either cooperation or confrontation. And you know what? After the meeting with Blinken, she uh, uh, praised uh, Blinken's visit for making a progress toward the right direction. So what is the direct uh what is the right uh, direction? That is the cooperation with the CCP. So, uh, and diplomat, um, you know, Wang Yi also said China was very upset with the American people's negative perception of China. According to the Pew Research in 2022, 82% of the American people had a negative uh, perception about communist China. And now, Xi Jinping wanted Blinken, uh, the Biden administration, to erase American people's negative perception about the CCP. What is, in Taiwan, when they hear Blinken up there, uh, and you've got the Taiwan officials from, uh, from the, the chip manufacturer in Germany saying, hey, we're more than just silicon, uh, silicon chips, right? And, and you, you've got to start treating us as, as a real people. When they see the kowtowing, given everything the CCP's done about this naval blockade, the cyber blockade, Around uh, around Taiwan, what do you think the uh, the, the Chinese in Taiwan uh, think about Blinken's uh, journey to uh, crawl on his belly to uh, to to beg in seven hours to have a meeting with Xi, ma'am? Well, both people in Taiwan and China across the strait want America to act like the world's leader, not kowtowing to Papa Xi. And um, the, the CCP has already told Blinken that um, when it comes to Taiwan, Beijing has no room for compromise or concession. That is, the CCP wants the Biden administration to inherit the one China policy or the so-called strategic ambiguity that is only to recognize Beijing as the only official representation of the Chinese people and not to recognize Taiwan as an independent nation that represents the Chinese people's yearning for freedom and rule of law. So this is a sellout, not only to 
the people in Taiwan, but also to the 1.4 billion Chinese law Beijing, because we want America to act like a world leader, to confront the CCP, not to cooperate with the CCP. They've already declared, she's already declared people's war against us. They're already at an active, unrestricted warfare against us right now. Decoupling is, 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 is primary importance. When you see, give me your assessment, in, in Lao Beijing's assessment, when they see Garrett Ziegler and others and putting up the compromise by the Chinese Communist Party officials of money to the Biden regime, and they see this war by the Justice Department and FBI against Trump, against Miles, against MAGA, against Peter Navarro, against myself, against James O'Keefe, right? And we just go down the list of everybody. What is, what is their sense? What's the Chinese people's sense? Because they know that the, what the bribery is done. They know how the CCP works. They know how the CCP works in their local communities. They know how it works on their block with the, with the, the Remember, there's only 92 million communists in China, 1.4 billion people. The, the, the mainstream media never wants to talk about it. It's only, it's only a very small, tiny fraction. But they're the people reporting on honest Lao Beijing that they go about their daily work. They've, they've seen this before. They know how the system works. What is their sense of what's happened to America, and particularly with the Biden regime being completely bought and paid for by the CCP, ma'am? Well, the 1.3 billion Chinese lawbreaking felt being betrayed and being sold out by this administration. As soon as Mao School, CCP enemy number one, had been prosecuted, arrested, and detained since March 15, because Mao School represent the 1.3 billion Chinese people's hopes and dreams for living in a free and democratic society governed by the rule of law. But the weaponized DOJ and the FBI under the Biden administration put him behind the bar without bail. And we just learned that the DOJ has uh, dropped five charges against the FTX funder, um, you know, for the multi-billion dollar fraud, yet Maskwa can still not get his bail request approved. So that sends a very disturbing message to people from around the world. Where's the justice and judicial hold, integrity in this hold system? Hold, hold. Hang on, the Justice Department dropped one of the charges they dropped, correct me if I'm wrong, is about uh, Friedman uh, uh, bribing Chinese officials to look the other way. Correct? They're going to. I think they're dropping that charge. They're dropping the charge of him giving for, offering forty million dollars of bribe money to that. Just like, just like all the different bribes of Steve Wynn and these others. The American business apparatus is absolutely part of the money laundering and the bribery going to, from Chinese officials and back and forth. So this is this also, is this is this is part of the outrage. Go ahead, ma'am. And don't forget, uh, FTX co-founder. He's the second biggest donor to the Democratic Party, and but now, and he did not serve a single day in federal prison. He he was accused of multi-billion-dollar fraud. He did not spend a single day behind the bar. And now the federal prosecutor dropped five charges against him because you know what? He has a great relationship with the CCP and the Democratic Party. Because he helps uh, fund them, uh, Nicole. Um, what is the direction with Biden with uh, Biden and, and company kowtowing? Is the CCP going to back off any of their unrestricted warfare against the American people, ma'am, in your mind? Well, remember, peace through strength. When you're acting weak, you're inviting for more aggression. So this appeasement policy is going to embolden the CCP even stronger. 
We already know that it's the Wall Street, Silicon Valley, and America's failed policy toward the CCP over the last several decades enabled the CCP's rise to the global power. And now further the uh, appeasement policy will even make the CCP stronger. So we know the CCP is not content with only enslaving the 1.4 billion uh, uh, 1.3 billion Chinese people. They also want to enslave the American people. They want to make America a CCP province. A tributary state of what the Biden regime's already doing. Uh, Nicole, how do people get to the new federal state, particularly your broadcast during the day, all the content you guys are putting out? Follow us on our Getter account, NFSE Speaks, and the Twitter account, NFSC Speak. And also visit our website at nfseofficial.com and join us. Uh, this is a crucial battlefield. If we don't take back America, we're going to lose the entire world. And America is an exceptional country with a God-given mission to save this country, to save liberty and freedom from the CCP. Nicole, honored to have you on here. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much. Kick off of Monday. Fight for freedom. Ben Harnwell, we got about a minute, got about 90 seconds here. I'm going to hold you through the break. Pasobic's going to join us. Uh, what do you call it? Our sociopathic overlords. It's uh, not working out for them in Ukraine right now, is it, sir? No, Steve, good morning. Sadly, it's not. Um, the, the article I think I'm going to go straight to now, and then I'll, go, I'll continue after the break, is the third article, Denver. It's the Wall Street Journal uh, article. And I'll read the quote now, and then I, I'll expand on it after the break. Faced with setbacks in probing attacks, Ukrainian commanders over recent days have in many places paused advances to reassess tactics. Um, That is an astonishing state of affairs, Steve, considering that for the last sort of three months at least, the world's mainstream media has been bombarding us with stories that the spring offensive was not only going to reverse the situation in the war, but it could even potentially bring President Putin and his, uh, and his uh, administration to, to, to being pushed out of, of the way for the colossal failure in Russia. Now, we finally see that that's very far from the truth. And after the break, I'm just going to dig in a little bit deep and say exactly what is yeah. going on. Okay. No, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to get... And we're going to put this up in the face in the grill of Mika and Joe. Because they're one of the causes of this. The cheerleaders in the West of this policy. The brave dead and dying on the battlefield in Ukraine. Brought to you by the Biden regime, the party of Davos, and the American media. Next in the war room. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying, gold. 
follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Ben, I want to take this from the top. It's very important people understand because here's what's coming up from the warmongers, and this is on the Republican side. You're going to get a $100 billion, $100 billion uh, supplement that's going to come up very quickly for Ukraine. So now's the time to have the adult conversation. We're not doing this anymore. We're not going to do this. So, Ben, take it from the top. Walk me through what's actually going on. It's now being reported of the dead and the dying on the battlefield, this great spring offensive that was going to take, remember, we're going to take back the Donbass, and, and then we're going to pivot, and we're going to take back Crimea. You're going to take back Crimea. Donbass first and then Crimea. Uh, and we kept saying, if you, if you do this, it's never going to happen, and all it's going to lead to is more agony for the people in Ukraine. Ben, ben Harnwell. Thanks, Steve. Okay, Denver, I'm going to call now. Okay, did we have the, the freeze the around the reboot. Ben. Okay, hang on for a second, Ben. Hang on for a second. Um, we, you, you, yeah, we just we, you just froze up. So can you take it from the top? Yes, of course. And um, if Denver could put up the Institute for the Study of War graphic, which uh, has the current state of play in the counteroffensive, I just want to say a few words about that. Um, really, you can ju- just see when, when the graphic comes up, you'll just see. And it, you need a magnifying glass, Steve, to be able to identify this. You know, we were promised by the world's media. There it is. We were promised an overwhelming show of force by Ukraine. President Zelensky was picking his moment. He wasn't going to reveal when it was going to be. It was going to be a lightning strike blitz of surprise on Russia. I can't even, like, I've got this graphic in front of me. I can't even sort of describe to you how little is going on there. Um, it is basically Ukrainians being forced into the meat grinder. That is literally what's going on, to, 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 to explain this in very brief terms. What, what, what you see here um, is just the, um, south of, um, excuse me, south of Orykiv and Velika Novosilka is the, is the primary push on behalf of, of, of Ukraine. It's making no difference. As you were saying earlier, Steve, uh, this is basically a, a rerun of what we've seen before. I have to say, there does seem to be a, a Battle of Britain element here, because what is really holding back uh, Ukraine, I mean, we've given them tanks, we've given them missiles, what is really holding them back is the superior air dominance, domination of Russia. And I think that's actually, actually going to be decisive um, in, in this war, because it's absolutely clear that as, uh, uh, on the current military um, arrangement, Ukraine isn't going to be moving forward from these positions. Now, here's something that's very interesting. Hey, hey ben, 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 hang on for one second. And that, air, by the way, the more pressure is going to come in this supplemental, 
You're going to see, F- you know, you gave them the tanks, you gave them everything. Now it's going to be, of course, the tanks, our tanks aren't going to be ready by the fall. But you're, you're going to hear the, you're going to see about the F-16. So, Ben, just put it a pin in it for one second. I want to bring it. I got, finally got Pasobic up. Jack, you warned people about this weeks ago. In the first 24, 48 hours of the much-heralded, long-awaited spring offensive, you said, hey, they're lying to you because this is really going on. And now, as Ben brings up in today's Wall Street Journal, the commanders in the field are asking for a pause because they're getting chopped up. Pasobic, give us more brilliant insight, sir. Well, Steve, at some point, you know, this operational pause, we really have to ask if, if they're willing to do that after this had been the most highly anticipated, highly publicized action by the Ukrainian military in this entire war, right? We were told for eight months that this was the counteroffensive that would spring through the lush Russian land bridge that would cleave it in half. Steve, they told us, they were just saying a couple of weeks ago that they were going to take back Crimea, that they were going to push them all the way out of Sevastopol. They were going to go all the way down to Yalta, that they'd be pushing. Some of them were even saying, if you follow them online, that they were going to push all the way to Moscow. Now they're calling it an operational. And even, of course, the Wall Street Journal has to give it the most uh, the most light touch as possible. It's an operational pause. And then they're also claiming that this wasn't the real counteroffensive. These were just minor probes. Look, Steve. This is an absolute disaster, and it's an absolute disaster that falls at the feet of Joseph R. Biden. When President Zelensky drove past me in his motorcade in the streets of Rome a couple of weeks ago, when I was standing outside the Colosseum with my son, he was running around all the capitals of Western Europe saying, we need more money, we need more tanks, we need more bombs. But the problem is, Steve, they're running out of soldiers. The soldiers they have at this point are not the same seasoned, trained, veteran combat soldiers that they had at the beginning. The Ukrainian army right now is smaller than it was at the beginning of the war. Meanwhile, Russia has yet to even draw upon uh, the vast reserves that they've begun mobilizing. They've been mobilizing this entire time. The fundamentals here are still not in their favor. And this is why over the weekend at the St. Petersburg Forum, when the African nations arrived to Russia through the BRICS pact that we've been seeing going on, the South African delegation, that President Putin brought up this treaty and claimed, and we've heard this before from Naftali Bennett, and Putin shows the treaty in his hand. He said, we wanted this done one month in, but who blew it up? The West and particularly Boris Johnson, who looks like he's gonna, not only going to be out of a job, but out of an entire career within a couple of weeks. He said, we signed this treaty, but before the ink was dry, the West completely reneged on it. And that is why they dug in and continued going. Steve, this could have been done one month in. All of these people that have died, all of these families that are caught up in the middle, all of these lives did not have to be wasted. And at the end of the day, that's Joe Biden. When President Trump is on stage with him at the debate, he needs to look him directly in the eye and ask, why did you send all those people to their deaths? And why did you send hundreds of billions of American dollars to support it? Walk me through this treaty one month in, because we had talked about this at the time. One month in, uh, what was the basic overall architecture of an arrangement to make sure that the, the fighting would stop immediately. The Boris Johnson sprinted over there and, and, and at, at, the, at the behest and in working partnership with the Biden regime to, uh, to make sure it didn't go into operation. What's the, what's the this overall was, this, uh, this was the, this framework? Was the deal in, 
this was the deal in Istanbul. This was, remember, one month in, and Erdogan's brokering the treaty, and you got, you got the delegation from Minsk, you got the delegation from uh, Russia. They're both down there. They're hammering out. Look, the crux of it came down to NATO. It came down to saying Ukraine cannot be part of NATO. That's what the Russian side has been pushing all along. They were going to say, we need, we need protection from Donetsk. We need protection from Lugansk, this, Do- this Donbass region. But there was even talk at that point, potentially, of setting up some kind of, maybe they could have been part of Ukraine, but some sort of you know semi-autonomous you know, with, with a little bit of independent control kind of state. Now they're saying no. Full annexation, full full continuity with Russia. Uh, Crimea off the table was always going to be off the table because of the Russian naval assets there. That is the headquarters of their Black Sea fleet, and it has been for hundreds of years. So the idea was no NATO, neutral status, security guarantees from from multilateral partners to to include wait for it. China, where Blinken is right now, eating his own hat on the steps of the Forbidden Palace. Give me that. Talk to me about the Kowtow. Are, are, is the way the CCP looks at America through the through the Biden regime's activities as a tributary state, sir? Steve, people need to understand that, as you always point out, this is all inextricably linked. Do you think that Tony Blinken would be going over there, no fanfare, no delegation to meet him, then essentially apologizing to China on the steps of there, it's the forbidden pets in the forbidden city where he's meeting with with Xi Jinping, going over there and not just saying we adhere to the one child China policy. That's been the longstanding U.S. policy. No, he said we do not support Taiwan independence. They made him go even a step further while Xi Jinping is looking behind him, standing with his arms crossed, because this is how bad things have gone. In Ukraine, with this counteroffensive, they realize that the United States is now in a position—a position of absolute overextension, absolute weakness—and the CCP, with their alliance with Russia, the rise of the BRICS nations, they're now saying, "Look, we have you exactly where we want you. You, with all the money that we bribed, because it wasn't just Ukraine. Remember, it was China that was bribing the Bidens as well. With all the money that we put into this situation, and Tony Blinken was a huge part of this, what did bust buddies with Hunter Biden. With all the money that we put in, with the geopolitical situation that you ne- you are now faced, you either give us the kowtow or we are going to pull the plug on all of you. And that's exactly what Tony Blinken's doing now. Uh, Jack, you've been so far ahead of the story on every possible front, and particularly when you get down to the tactics and what's happening on the battlefield. Where do people go? you got the Human Events Daily every day at 2, which is much watch. How do people get to that, and how do they get to all your content? Look, we now have the populist nationalist block here at Real America's Voice. And, and Steve, when I was out there in that crowd of thousands of Catholics, the abuelas with their rosaries, the rosary warrior abuelas, down standing outside of the LA Dodger Stadium. I actually had so many people coming up to me saying, Steve, we love watching Real America's Voice with the five hour block now, right in the middle of your day, that goes War Room, Charlie Kirk, Jack Posobic. Boom. It's all together. It's everything you need right there one day. You get everything done. Jack Posobiec, thanks for changing your uh, schedule around to join us. Very powerful. And your observations, on, you don't need to listen to anybody else on, on uh, Ukraine than Jack Posobiec. It's been quite amazing. Thank you, sir. Honored to have you on here. God bless. Thank you.
You might remember we talked about Boris Johnson. We talked about uh, Turkey. Who told us about that in the first couple of days of this war over a year ago? Our own Ben Harnwell in Rome. We're going to go back. We'll talk about Ben. Also, the St. Petersburg Forum, the BRICS. It's all related to gold. Okay, gold-backed currencies, gold-backed commodities, all of it. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. Go there. Check it out. Everything you need to know about the prime reserve currency. Short break. Harnwell next from Rome. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. ekpure.com code Steve. Host Stephen K. Bath. Okay. Um, as the Warham Engine Room reminds me, Blinken just got that meeting 30 minutes before he's supposed to leave. This is, this is how brutal the kowtow was. Unbelievable. And now, this is why Comer and others have to press now more than ever. we got to get to the bottom of the sources of the money. I mean, we know the sources, but Comer and these guys in official capacity got to gotta press it. And Lindsey Graham, and President Trump should have nothing to do with Lindsey Graham. When you talk about some of the people around President Trump, they're still letting in people they should not let in. Lindsey Graham's a good proxy for that. Every time Lindsey Graham's near President Trump, it's a problem. Not just his cheerleading with Ukraine, uh, but now he's coming out. No, no, can't, can't, uh, can't do this against the deep state. Can't go after DOJ. Can't go after FBI. Oh, that's dangerous territory. No, it's not. Not to do that's dangerous territory. Also, Mike Turner in the Hill newspaper, as shown on Fox this weekend, Mike Turner. Sequoia Capital, the one that shut down the investigation of Sequoia Capital because they're funneling money. They funnel money. They're one of the leading funders of the Democratic Party, but they throw in a chump change, a few chump change tokens to McCarthy and Scalise, right? He shut the investigation down of Sequoia Capital, the front for the CCP's financing of their military technology, right? He's on TV all weekend, says these are very serious charges about President Trump. No, they're not. They would, that would be incorrect, sir. So you have House Intel out there. Turner's another guy, Massey. These people are not part of this movement. They do not support the most important elements of this. They do not support it. They're, they are 
controlled opposition, Turner, Massey, the whole crew of them, got to go. If you're serious about saving your country, they got to go. Harnwell, uh, you told us in the first weeks of this war, back over a year ago, Turkey was going to be a player. You told us about the meeting in Turkey, and you warned the world, as only an Englishman can, about Boris Johnson and what he was up to. Ben Harnwell, walk me through Johnson, what we know now of this deal that was agreed to, and where it's led us today is the world's media is trying to look at every excuse in the world uh, to cover up the charnel house that is the spring offensive in Ukraine, sir? Well, the world's, the world's mainstream media, Steve, is absolutely expert in pushing a particular line. And when contrary facts come along, you know, whether, it's, it's, whether it's about um, uh, Erdogan uh, successfully negotiating um, the principles of a ceasefire, or whether, it, whether it's about the vaccine, um, it doesn't matter what it is, but the, the, the mainstream media will push a narrative. And, and when contrary facts come along, those get memory hold straight away. I'm not sure whether these revelations will make any difference to UK politics, um, sadly. Um, that's just the state of affairs, I, I think, in the UK. What, do, what does need to take place in the United Kingdom, uh, politically speaking, is, a, is an absolute revolution, a, a political revolution. It needs an economic nationalist, a populist nationalist revolution. I think personally someone like Nigel Farage is the only person to do that because the whole of the British establishment, I mean, it's not just Boris Johnson, Rishi. I mean, there's no difference between Johnson, Rishi, Sunak. Um, that's just the, the state of affairs. Something that will be interesting, however, in terms of the dynamic of British politics is what will happen in the by-election um, I think on the 20th of July, there were two by-elections set, uh, one for Boris Johnson's seat of uh, South Vicelip and, and then another for, for Nigel Adams' seat. There was supposed to be a third by-election by because of uh, Nadine uh, Doris, but she's postponed her resignation from the House of Commons. I think that's basically because she wants to see what's going to happen uh, with the result of the first two by-elections, special elections, they called it, in the United States. Um, and then I think she will time it. You know, if Rishi Sunak does particularly badly um, on those two results, I think um, Nadine Doris will then announce her departure from the House of Commons um, in order to, almost like an exocet missile, to target. Uh, because Rishi Sunak is in particularly thin, uh, thin ground he has no popular mandate in the country. Boris Johnson at least still has a degree of popular uh, support. And I think there's still a, a sense of injustice. It's not a, as big as it was. He did up a lot of damage over his handling of, of COVID. Um, but I, I think if, if these by-elections go badly for Sunak on the 20th of July, Nadine Doris will then uh, announce her departure and, and then have like three special elections which will cripple uh, Sunak's uh, authority and legitimacy as prime minister. And then, and this is, this is the talk, then Boris Johnson might turn around and triumphantly return to the House of Commons. Uh, and I know on the war room there's, um, there are different um, streams of thought when it comes to Boris Johnson. I still remain uh, particularly impressed by his election results at the, at the last uh, British election. I, I think he did something. I think his charisma 
achieved something that no other British politician uh, standing as a Conservative w- would be able to do. And I think um, that the Tory party, uh, which that, is a deep that's, establishment that's, party... That, 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 that's, that speaks uh, more about the centre-left nature of the Tories and the lack of charisma, the charisma-challenged nature of the Tories, <laughs> that the Johnson... Um, his he's caused because folks remember he was over here in the U.S. a month or so ago, running around at Dallas and of Florida, met with President Trump, trying to gin up among the right, saying you can't possibly stop these supplementals, you can't possibly support the Ukraine war, and people would talk to me. Of course, I would prep him beforehand, but then after these meetings, which he's just a cheerleader with no facts whatsoever. Actually, the people that sat in these meetings, most of them, came away thinking he was more of a buffoon. Than before they met him, because he's just all over the place and throwing out, you know, we're fighting for freedom, we're fighting for democracy, we're fighting for all this, uh, and not having any earthy idea of what the reality of the real politique over there. So, talk to me about how this thing's collapsing before. Before, look, you're you're right. They're gonna re, they're gonna come up with another party line. Oh, this is because we didn't give the S16s. But this debacle and what Mersheimer, Professor Mersheimer at the University of Chicago, said it. Where the West is going to fight to the last Ukrainian is dead. And that's where this going in this in this fiasco around the spring offensive, which we told you was going to get here. Now, on the 19th of June in the year of our Lord, 2023, reality setting in uh, and they're 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 rapidly thinking of what the alternative narrative is going to be. Ben Harnwell. Steve, well, look, um, we were told that uh, the, the counteroffensive it's called a counteroffensive now I, I, I think the media have the, the mainstream media have memory hold the term spring offensive it's, that's just been dropped from one day to the next it's now the counteroffensive um, <laughs> the counteroffensive has gone so badly um, for the Ukrainians and there's no real accounting of, of all the military equipment or cash that the West uh, specifically of course the United States but not exclusively um, has been giving to Kiev a lot of that uh, some of that some of that equipment is being is being sold on on uh, on the secondary market to all sorts of of ne'er do wells. Um, but not only does is it required an accounting of what has been given to uh, to Kiev, an, an accounting of its performance in the war, I think, um, is also to be expected on behalf of the taxpayers who've paid for this. Um, Steve, there is something that's interesting here. Now I'm going to go to uh, for Denver that the first article. Uh, that I had sent through this morning, which is the article in The Times with the headline, there it is, Putin rejects African peace plan for the Ukraine war. This is, I think, reading between the lines, an absolutely illustrative uh, situation to give an indication of how the key players themselves uh, are viewing the current state of the war. So as Jack was mentioning, there, there, there'd been a delegation led by President Ramaphosa of South Africa uh, to, to Moscow with, with a couple of other uh, uh, African heads of state um, with him. Uh, on Friday, they'd been uh, to Kiev to see Zelensky. So it's the same diplomatic mission going to both capitals. Zelensky just ruled out, out of hand um, any ceasefire. Uh, he, they reiterated their, their, their position of um, it was going to take back all of its lost uh, territory and just flatly refused talks with Moscow. Putin's view was more nuanced. Um, The Kremlin had said that the proposal uh, would be very difficult to implement, and the proposal was really based on um, negotiations 
and um, and other diplomatic outreaches. But uh, because I think President Putin is naturally uh, building alliance in other directions, as you mentioned before, but about the BRICS uh, with South Africa, I think he was far more respectful in his treating of President Ramaphosa. Um, what I want to say, Steve, about this is because we were told that this spring offensive, now counter-offensive, could potentially put an end to, in the words of the, main, the world's mainstream media, the Putin regime. Um, he doesn't look, Steve, to me, to be a guy desperately seeking an off-ramp. Um, and that, I think, ought to, to, to send, it ought to encourage the, the, the morning makers and all the other commentators to have a moment of introspection about where we are in this war uh, and where we, we think it's going to go. <laughs> holy, holy. Because, you do this just to trigger me. <laughs> go ahead. Go on. Go yeah, ahead. Because it, it's, not, it's not Putin who needs the off-ramp. And it's not even um, Zelensky who needs the off-ramp either. He's just simply doing um, exactly what Biden um, has has encouraged him to do, which is basically this war ends as far as Western support, uh, unlimited support is concerned. Zelensky's in this game until he he doesn't want to be anymore. Um, So it's not Zelensky that's particularly in need of an off-ramp. Steve, do you know who needs the off-ramp in this war? It's, it's President Biden himself, uh, because he is the person who is so emotionally and politically invested with his credibility and authority. He is the person that is actually going to need more than Putin, more than Zelensky. He is the person who needs uh, a diplomatic face-saving way to get out of this mess that he's created. And that pressure that, that Biden is under, that the White House is under, is only going to grow obviously, between now and the 2024 rematch. You can't, you can't bifurcate. You can't bifurcate. And I think this is the reason Newsom and the wife are all over Fox News and all over media, all, all over media as they get ready to, I think, launch. Because Biden, I don't think, is going to be the nominee. And part of that's the intersection of, the, the, you know, follow the money, of all this money that came out of the Ukraine and this maniacal support of this uh, corrupt and, quite frankly, incompetent um, Ukrainian regime that's over there that told the mainstream media and, told and just led some of their best combat troops, some of their best remaining combat troops to their death. Remember, it's the field commanders that are telling the Wall Street Journal they want a pause. They need a pause uh, from the counteroffensive, the massive string offensive that was going to change everything. This is what Petraeus told us. This is what Brent Stevens told us. This is what Max Boot told us. They're going to, you know, they're marching to Sevastopol. They're marching to Yalta. They're going to take back Crimea. All lies, all bald-faced lies. Ben, great work. How do people, you've been right, you and Pessoa have been right on this from the get-go. How do people get to your content, sir? Thanks, Steve. I'm just going to close. I have to read this this line again from the, the Wall Street Journal. Faced with setbacks in probing attacks, Ukrainian commanders over recent days have in many places paused advances to reassess tactics. That is an explosive state of affairs, and really the world's media, apart from the, world's, the Wall Street Journal, hasn't even touched it. I'm on Harnwell, at Harnwell on Getter. That's, that's my surname, Steve, at Harnwell on Getter. And Wall uh, and uh, Great job. Great job, Ben. Thank you.
short break. Back in the war room in just a moment. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including covid EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code STEVE. ekpure.com code STEVE. From the beginning, but... Questions swirl around President Biden's handling of classified documents. Found in President Biden's garage. Multiple classified documents. You and the former president are both now under investigation by the Justice Department. But they didn't indict Biden. Instead, Biden's DOJ went after Trump. Anything to block him from becoming president again. Stand with President Trump against Biden's corruption. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, I'm trying to keep you ahead, as we always do, this audience, because this audience, the power we talked about, the economic power of uh, the patriot economy and the political power that's now coming together on many different fronts. The Hill newspaper, and I'll have this more talk about it to see, this afternoon. I have Mark Mitchell from um, Rasmussen join us. Um, shut down talk, headline Hill, shut down talk to dominate the summer. We're not backing off. They gave away everything on this debt ceiling, but there's a way to bring this to a head, and it's to force Biden to shut down his government. Uh, with If there's not dramatic and massive spending cuts, we're not giving this up, and the Hill newspaper now gets it, is reporting that. I'll, I'll talk more about that at 5 o'clock. Um, also, Philip Patrick's going to join me. Everybody needs – we're working on the fourth installment. Um, birchgold.com slash Bannon, the end of the dollar empire. This meeting in St. Petersburg with the BRICS led by South Africa, you've got to get to understanding of why these nations that control all the commodities. Why are they going to basically buying gold? Their central banks are buying gold at record levels. Why is that happening? Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Two things. Get the three-part series totally free at the end of the dollar empire and then Stick around and talk to Philip Patrick or one of his uh, advisors, consultants, to get to the bottom of that. You need to understand that. You personally need to understand that. Also, n- increasing reports of this war metastasizing Ukraine and by the Chinese Communist Party of the cyber attacks. The CCP has the base now, the old Russian base in Cuba, for offensive cyber warfare against the United States. And we know because the government's been reporting massive cyber attacks 
in different agencies. And in fact, I think the Agriculture Department came up even last night with a, a new attack in one of the agencies. You've got to protect yourself. They consider you an enemy combatant. So right now, HomeTitleLock.com. Go there right now, totally free for an assessment. The last thing you can do, 90% of your net worth is tied up in your home. You cannot, under any circumstances, have somebody, one of these cyber criminals, go in, take your title, and take a second mortgage out on it, right? A couple hundred thousand bucks. They take the cash. You're stuck with the payments and the high interest rates. And, hey, the banks will, will get their money from you. So go check it out today, HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, Mike Lindell, uh, thank you for joining us, brother. Can you get us up to say the Haldeman Report, people's heads are still blowing up, and we're going to have more uh, to talk about that in Georgia and other places of this explosive report that came out. One of the reasons I wanted you to join us this morning is please tell us about, I want to make sure everybody gets on the calendar for what we're doing in August in Springfield, Missouri, sir. Yeah, on August 16th and 17th, everybody, it's the Election Crime Bureau Summit. This is going to be one of the most important events to ever watch. Um, We're revealing the plan going forward, and it's never been done before. It's never even been talked about before. You have my word on that. And with with all this stuff coming out about cyber attacks, what? You're kidding me. Of course we've had cyber attacks, and we had one, a huge one, in the 2020 election and the 2022 election. And uh, so this is all going to be... uh, a great event where after all 50 states there on the first day, all 50 states are going to report their hope, the hope that they have in their state, that whether it be lawsuits or what they've done to get rid of the electronic voting machines, uh, to go to paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting. And then the next day, August 17th, we will be revealing the plan going forward that is going to fix our election platforms. It's never been done before, Steve. It is going to be amazing. And the only way this doesn't work is if all you don't watch. You have to watch this event and spread the word. You can go to my Twitter account right now, my Getter account, my True Social account, my Frank Speech account. You can go to all of them, and I have pinned this event on there, and you should share that everywhere. Do, Everybody should do that now when you do, get off do, air. Do, particularly with artificial, you know, they talk, there's articles over the weekend about artificial intelligence in the 2024 campaign, but they talk about deep fakes and, and you know, commercials. To me, that's that's the, the least of the worry. The, my biggest worry is the combination of the machines with artificial intelligence and cyber attacks. That's a lethal mm-hmm. combination. Is there enough time? If you lay out the plan 17 August, is there time to actually intercede here and make sure that this element can't can't be involved in the 2024 election. I think that's going to be on top of mind. How, how are you going to make people comfortable with that or convince people that this is doable, we can execute on this, uh, well, basically it's such a, outside such of a just great, surely a year? Uh, plan. Uh, I believe everyone, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, independent, it's not going to matter. You're going to go, wow, why didn't we do this sooner? And it is way, it's, it, we're going to have many elections before that. Down tickets, we have elections in Louisiana, Kentucky, Mississippi this fall. So all this stuff is going to be used in all these elections well before the 2024 election. And everyone's going to go, we should have done this a long time ago. It's going to be amazing. And uh, we've been working on this for now about nine months, everybody. And it's uh, I don't see any holes in it, Steve. I just see the only way it can fail is that people don't watch and learn 
and get educated on this plan and and then uh, everybody be on board with it, whether it doesn't matter what party you're in. We need to trust our elections again. We have to trust our elections and we have to fix our election platforms, get rid of these electronic voting machines once and for all. Mike, uh the the Tau discount uh, the the big discount of the Tau's ends today. Declared inventory. Give me a minute on that. Yeah, it ends at midnight, everybody, and this is it. It's never coming back at the twenty five dollar price that we're offering here on the War Room to the War Room Posse. Go to mypillow.com, Go to the square with the War Room, and you'll see the towels are on there. The six piece towel sets for twenty five dollars. These are the best towels ever. They actually work. A lot of women behind them. They use uh, they use southern cotton, and they uh, but they have technology, proprietary technology. They actually dry you, and they and there it is right there. We're clearing them out to get rid of or to get make way for manufacturing for our MyPillow 2.0, which you can still get at the buy one get one free there too. But these towels are where it's at. It's sale ends at midnight. And uh, you guys take advantage of this. It's the best calls ever, and and you're helping out my pillow, and you're helping out my employees to make room because they love making pillows. Mike Lindell, thank you very much. Charlie Kirk next for two hours of Real America's Voice, followed by Jack Posobiec, the populist nationalist block contingent. We'll see you back here, folks. Let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.